Sean Sewell and Gimme.com. It's my pleasure to have on for a second time my friend Matthew Flaherty. Matthew, welcome back to the show. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me back again. My pleasure. I, you were the first person I had on the show during the stay-at-home slash quarantine. Um, so now it's day 63 for you in New York. Yeah. Yeah, my computer yeah. just reminded me that it hasn't been backed up in 63 days. So I know that's the last time I was in my apartment. Wow. Well, hey, we're drinking on this show. <laughs> Cheers to you. <laughs> we need to. <laughs> we need to. Um, for a lot of reasons. Celebrations and also it's just what you do on a, what day is today? Wednesday? Uh, it's the day after yesterday. Hmm. <laughs> it ends in Y, right? Something like that. Not like that. <laughs> well, before the push and record, it's always a pleasure catching up with Matt and seeing what's new. And, um, you know, our, our last interview was great because it started a series of interviews with people like, uh, thanks to you, Jeff Sokol, um, and then Dan John and Pat Rigsby and Pat Flynn and our mutual friend, Alex the Hebrew Hammer um, Salkin, and then Dave Whitley, a bunch of very well-known, if you don't know who they are yet, you will know, uh, fitness and health and wellness professionals. And it, it, you know, you know, between you and me, I wasn't much of an online trainer at all. I have online content, YouTube channel with the videos, you know, working on Patagonia for, for engearment, you know, but as far as like using zoom and FaceTime and duo to, to help people like you and I serve, um, it wasn't even on the radar, but picking your brain and picking all of, you know, Pat Rigsby's brains, how to best serve and how to, adapt moving forward. It's been really interesting. And I, it was very cool to hear how you have, have navigated and some of the people that have come out of the woodwork to find you for flexible steel and for martial arts coaching. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's really fascinating to see who's wanting to pursue their health and, you know, doing good with it, hiring professionals like, like Matthew. Um, and who's not? <laughs> it was just yeah, yeah. <laughs> rewatching Game of Thrones for the third time or whatever they're doing. I I don't I can't make it up. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but um, interesting stuff. Well, I, I rambled on quite a bit there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, per usual. Well the, well, the Game of Thrones. I mean, I was you know trying to learn uh, Valerian, and how how else do you want to learn High Valerian other than Game of Thrones? I hear you. Get out, immerse yourself. It's Nobody like around me speaks it. So the kids don't speak it. No, they just speak Mandarin. Touche. His kids really do speak Mandarin. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're bright, bright kids. Which child was it that had a birthday last week? Uh, last week was my younger son, Mason, had, a, had his third birthday. That's and so, uh, right. exactly a month before. So April 10th and May 10th. Uh, my older son, Aiden, turned five. And then my younger boy, Mason, turned, uh, turned three. Wonderful. Wonderful. How the kiddos... In, my wife had a birthday in this quarantine as well. How are the kids adapting to this? They just think that we're at a very long vacation at Gigi and Pop Pops. Um, that's literally what they, what they think. I don't think my younger son really kind of grasps what's going on. Um, other than he got a new big boy bike and he now sleeps in a bunk bed instead of a crib. Like that's, that's where his world kind of ends right now. Right. Right. Um, my older son has been asking some questions, you know, when can we go back to the city? When are we going to go back home? Uh, can you buy me this toy that I used to have at home since we're not going back home so I can have it here? Mm -hmm. Um, which of course we did. Um, <laughs> good parents. He understands that there's a, there's a boo-boo in the city 
and mm -hmm. that we can't go back for it yet. That's that's good. So good that's idea. yeah, that, that's kind of the end of his understanding. You know, I'm not going to tell him, hey, you know, if we look out our apartment window, we're going to see the freezer trucks with bodies from mm -hmm. you know the hospitals that we're around. You know, why are people wearing masks? He understands there's there's a sickness in the city, and we just can't go back yet. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a pretty big concept to grasp. Pretty pretty big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially for five, it's like, how do you how do you explain it? Like, I, I just, no, seriously. Like, if you have a way to explain it, please let me know. I, 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 I don't know. This out. We but, have four, we have four nieces under the age of five, four, and um, one of them was very recently born, a few months ago. So you know, I was talking with her her mother, my sister in law, uh, Danielle. What is it like? And what's your perception? She's uh, Danielle's also a nanny by trade. Like she's really good with kids. She went to school for it. Um, and she's a great, great mother. Like, how are you handling the lack of interaction for this youngest child? Like, are you concerned about this moving forward, about the only knowing your family or, you know, a much smaller um, circle, as it were? Luckily, both of their schools are still doing like an online thing. Oh, cool. So Aiden is, Aiden is still in school five days a week. Um, he's got time in the morning, uh, and then some time in the afternoon. The, the one issue that we're following that we're finding with him is they're, they're following the same schedule that they did in school. So every other day is English, Mandarin, English, Mandarin. So the days that he has English and he has homework, we're on top of it. Right. The days that he has Mandarin, uh, Aiden, <laughs> do you want to go build some Legos? <laughs> Because we, you know, there, there's only so much that, that we can do. Right. Um, wow. Mason, so, so he's got, so my other one, he's got kind of like the FaceTime with, you know, with some of his friends and his teachers in, uh, in school. Mm -hmm. You know, we've also set up, you know, virtual play dates, you know, where he, he got an iPad for his birthday. So he runs around the house with it, showing off mm -hmm. the Legos that he got and, you know, with his friends. And he's just goofing around with his friends and kind of like stick my head around. And they're like making like, you know, goofy sounds at each other and just laughing and having a ball. So in that sense, I think he's doing okay. Mm -hmm. My younger son, kind of the same thing. Um, minus the virtual play dates. Uh, you know, his school is Monday, Wednesday, Friday. He's in for about two hours in the morning. Uh, he's got a 15 minute break where they do some like arts and crafts things where, you know, they'll, we'll help him build something or, you know, create something. Apparently the other day he had to do a, uh, he had to do a um, a drawing of somebody from the family. Hey, it's you. <laughs> yeah. The first thing we drew was the Humpty Dumpty face. And then <laughs> we even put the face on. He's like, we got to put that. He's beard and hair. Yeah. That's and, what I'm like, This is what they're doing. So yeah. he still has, of course, it's on my wife's desk. Um, you know, so he still has that interaction. Mm -hmm. um, you know, most of his interaction at home anyway, was, you know, with kids in the playground. Mm -hmm. So now he's just got his brother instead of his friends. Mm -hmm. So it's not like he's just kind of like solo alone, kind of a lost soul in the world out here. Mm -hmm. He's, he's, he's got his brother, you know, they're sharing a room again now with, uh, with the bunk bed. So it's, it's like a 50, 50 thing. Like, am I worried that, you know, because he's not interacting with other people and he's just, you know, how does he communicate with his brother? They growl as loud as they can at each other. Sounds when we go back to the real world, like <clears throat> clearly that's not going to fly, but 
but also they speak Mandarin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so we're gonna be all right. I don't think he's gonna lose like all social skills being just out here with us. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I definitely think he's losing out on stuff by just being here with us. Sure, I absolutely get that. Here, you guys are doing great parenting wise. From what I see, I love your post on Facebook of interactions <laughs> and what you're doing. It's super, super inspiring. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Um, and about not having things, resources. I was talking with Pat Flynn on two different shows we've had. I'm not trying to keep dropping names, but I am dropping names because these are really big people that help them like they're hot right there and they're great so pat and i were it was funny it was right around lent and i'm not religious per se but he is obviously very he's like a lot of people are going to be giving up a lot more than they think for lent this year and we, <laughs> we did right but yeah. um in that whole process i think what's beautiful about it is when you take away the things we're used to and take for granted and appreciate it's going to make us appreciate even more going forward you know when and if we get to use them again like that split board has been sitting there for like two months man usually it's got 100 days on it and it's got zero <laughs> so yep. when i do get back to the mountains um whenever that is i am just gonna cry and just soak up all the love and all the energy and just it's gonna be wonderful mm. um so i think that it's good to go without and then to to appreciate when you do have it again yeah it, it's funny that you say that because like my wife <laughs> jokes but she's serious like we got to clean up our apartment because i collect stuff i have oh, yeah. got a ton of stuff all over the apartment i mean hell i got three storage units in our building with just stuff that i have haven't used it in 63 days you're doing all right you know so yeah i you know haven't pulled all my hair out yet right um yeah you know a lot of it is like some of my martial arts stuff which yeah i can't go to you know, I, I can't exactly train at a, at a facility right now, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's like, I go back. It's like, am I going to reach for that again and try to do that? Or am I just going to kind of like keep, keep on doing what I'm doing now? It's a good question. You know, it's, it's weird. Am I going to revert back to Matt 64 days ago, or is it still going to be Matt now? I think we all need to ask ourselves that question. That's a good question. Yeah, you know, fortunately for a lot of people uh, that I work with on a fitness level, it revolves around body weight. Hey, that's fantastic. TRX got the TRXs back there, and then of course kettlebells, right? Mm -hmm. So if if we train together, I I kind of enforced them to buy at least two kettlebells and a, and a TRX. So you know they're not missing out on training because they they have the tools they need. Very minimal amount of tools. Whereas I'm watching a lot of other fitness professionals really suffering i feel really bad for them because they're used to a plethora of tools they i can't tell you how many years i've been made fun of for being so minimalistic they're like oh you'll never make it in this fitness business by just using two or three or four tools i'm like yeah i am right yeah, now doing really good <laughs> yeah. yeah you know so i think outside of fitness it's also nice to to be able to realize what you do actually use and my wife she, you've met her. She's very clean and very organized. So we did the Marie Kondi thing before this even happened. And I, let me tell you what, every weekend we have got structured out like 48 hour plan of what we're doing, what we're reorganizing. And it's, <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredibly painful. I'm, I'm sure if I was still <laughs> in the city, it would be our apartment would look completely different. Mm -hmm. um, but it was like when we knew we were leaving, it's like I grabbed a couple of things that I wanted to dive into mm -hmm. and really explore more. And 
the things that, Hey, if I'm going to work out, this is what I know I need. Mm -hmm. So I grabbed, I, I only happen to have one kettlebell that's my own and it happened to be a 32. Oh, so nice. that, that came in the car. Yep. My Indian clubs, um, my big clubs from heroic sport, my maces and my Bulgarian bags. Nice. Yeah. That's literally what I threw in my car. And then it's like, Oh, I'm probably going to need some clothes too. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and the dog food. Yeah. Got to have the top food. <laughs> Got to keep those. Yeah. Good. It's like, yeah. um, I was like, um, you, you know, Aiden has to sit in that car seat. I don't know why you strapped your Bulgarian bags in there. Like, he's coming too. <laughs> yeah. We got to bring Aiden. Yeah. Oh, hilarious. Now I'm with you. I got my, uh, I'll pivot that way. Got the maces right there. Um, yeah, all, all the minimalist tools that really work very well. Right. Yeah. And again, it was stuff that I just wanted to look, I, I don't know how long I'm going to have. Let mm -hmm. me just dive into them right now. You know, I followed, uh, I finished up last week. I did, uh, Fabio Zona had posted that eight week minimalist program. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was a good I article. literally just bought a, um, uh, that's right behind me. Oh, uh, weight vest. One of the, the 511 oh. tech tech plate carriers. Yeah, yeah, good. So my program was goblet squats with my 32 and mm -hmm. 40 pounds in the vest. Good, nice, beefy. Uh, Push-ups with the 40-pound vest on mm -hmm. and single arm rows with the uh, with the belt and the vest on. Sounds solid, Matt. That's yeah, good. it was it was a solid program. I, you know, I didn't really test before or after, but like mm -hmm. I know, I just I it I felt good after it. Like I yeah. felt. I felt like I needed it. I mean, that's, yeah. that's kind of what the bottom line was. Like, I didn't feel like lazy, like, Oh, I'm just not, you know, Oh, this is going to happen. So let me just not do anything. Mm -hmm. This is just kind of what I needed to do was, you know, our basic push pull squat. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what the program was. It, it was a solid program, felt good at the end. And, uh, you know, now on to the next one. I love it. Well, speaking of programs, I do have to shout out and got to give you credit where credit's due. Quick in the dead, Pavel, got to have it, right? Page 43. Yep. There's our friend Matthew right there, top of the page, test not protocols, made it into the book yep. um, with Three high miles. success. And then right below that is, uh, well, my name, that's kind of cool, but Eric Frohart was on the show today too. So how, how crazy is that that it manifested that all three of us hanging out, talking today, talking about Strong First, talking about minimalist programs, talking about adapting it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff up. No, it's cool. Like I said, you know, I like, don't want to go back to exactly what we said on the last, uh, on the last show, but I mm -hmm. had no idea that I was in it until uh, you told me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. We'll be coming to that real again. quick. I, yeah, you didn't know you're in it and you're also in the audio book. I have a recording of it. I'll send you over. How, anytime you hear your name being said, but being said by Pavel, it's pretty cool. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's, it, it, it's also cool seeing like, the programs work. Yeah. Simple you know, and effective. Follow the plan and mm -hmm. these things work. And it was, it was, like I said, it was, uh, I happened to be like 12 weeks out of this bike ride and I reached out to uh, Craig Marker and he was mm -hmm. like, Hey, I got a six week plan for you. I was like, great. I got 12 weeks so I can do, do it twice. Mm -hmm. That's what I did. And you know, the numbers speak for themselves. They were, uh, it was pretty, uh, pretty awesome to see the improvements over. It was two different rides but just the same, the same high level and high quality of a ride. And they were both, you know, hundred plus miles out West when I was training at sea level. Yeah. You, he trains it for context for listeners and viewers and readers. Matt's at, in New York. He did this in steamboat. 
Okay. That's more than a mile high. It's that's about two miles high at some points. 80, I think they're just under 9,000 at the town. At the town, but you want to forget, forget even going up the passes. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the, the first ride I did, uh, was it the triple, not the triple bypass, um, not the copper triangle. Uh, actually it may have been the triple bypass. So it may have been going That's over. Hardcore. Triple bypass for listeners again, to give context is squat pass, veil pass and Loveland pass. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that's not anything to take yeah. lightly. That's Avon, Avon to Evergreen. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> nuts, Matt. Yeah. 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 I feel like a badass climbing a mountain snowboarding down it, but uh, that's like 5%, maybe 10% on big day of what you did. So yeah. the plan worked. You worked. You know what? It was fun. It got me out to the mountains. I love Colorado. So any, uh, any excuse to get out there? even if mm-hmm. it's me doing something that I really have no, <laughs> I should not be doing. Um, I'm out there. I love it. Yeah. I, I feel bad because the last time you're out here was February. Yeah. And we, we had planned to go backcountry snowboarding. I actually had a place. I talked to the owner of a, of a private mountain. I was going to have you outfitted and take you up safe, guided, not being by me. I'm not an official guy, but guided with a real guide up a mountain, have a good time. But you'll laugh at this. I was super sick. Yay. Not too funny. Had a fever like 105. Um, and poor, I, I never miss work. I canceled one day of work just because I don't want to show up with a fever. Cause I feel like that's contagious. And especially nowadays, I know that's yeah. not even close to being true. You're contagious for a long time. Anyways, doc Carl, our friend doc, uh, was my podcast guest. I'm like, doc, I have no voice. I gotta reschedule. And, um, so anyways, I went and got my COVID test yesterday. So I figured I had it. So I'm like, I had a no energy, super high fever, needles in my chest. And I was talking with Eric Frohart about this too, because he was at this big um, gun conference called SHOT Show. It's like, you know, for gun mm-hmm. owners. And that similar time stretch, I'm at the Outdoor Retailer Show, which is the biggest event in this hemisphere for outdoor companies like Patagonia. And there's like 50,000 people in each one. We're hugging and, you know, swapping beers and bourbons. And anyways, I was pretty sure I was exposed to it. So I did my blood work, got the results back about three hours ago. I didn't have it. I know. I was like, come on, give me this. Just let me have it. Let me, I, let me beat this. I beat everything else usually through failure, but no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, we've had actually a couple of friends that have, uh, that have had it. Um, what has their experience been like? It, we've had a couple of friends that have lost uh, lost family members due to it. Wow. Uh, and then we've had a couple of friends that like, it, it, it was, it, it was nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, it's so hard to, you know, say like, Hey, should I have gotten it? Should I have not gotten it just to get over it? Like, right. It, That's... It, it's, it's so, it's so weird. The spectrum of just like how, how it affects different people. Right. You know, you see some of these stories, like, you know, 103 year old leaves hospital after battling COVID. And then you see like a 25 year old that loses, you know, loses the battle to it. Right. And that's the thing. And, that thing, and then vice versa, 25 year old, Hey, beats it. Like, Oh yeah, I felt nothing. I just, you know, couldn't smell, couldn't taste. Apparently I had it. I had no idea. Right. And that's the thing that I don't think people understand is, is it can affect people of our age and younger in big ways, especially if they have comorbid- comorbidities they did not know they had. Um, yeah. I had a friend who's very active. He's much like you and I, similar age. And um, he had to call flight for life because he couldn't breathe. Like he was effed up, you know? Um, he did, luckily his father who has 
oxygen and COPD was able to come over, give him oxygen to allow him to feel better and not to do a flight for life. But come on, like <laughs> this guy who races motocross, he's, he's really tough, but you don't know. You just don't know. You, exactly. You, you don't know. And you know, it's crazy. Like I see all those things where people are like, Oh, just open up. We don't know what's going on. Blah, blah. It's all a hoax. It's the government. It's this and that. It's like, I right, dude, do me a favor. Just come to my apartment. Just, just, just count. You can just stand there for an hour. Mm-hmm. Count all the bodies that are coming out of that hospital. Right. Oh, you know, I don't know. Obviously, look, obviously, you know, New York is more populated than most places in the States. Sure. And, you know, we just, we, we have a higher case number because we have more people. Yeah. It's very know, I, was talk, I was, I was talking to somebody um, and they were like, yeah, I don't understand. Like we've had like six cases in like our entire County. It's like, dude, I've got six cases on my floor and there are only seven apartments. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So it, it, it's, it, it's perspective. You know, we're literally in ground zero uh, again. <laughs> touche. Yeah. Touche. Oh man. Um, it's, it's so interesting too. Like it, I applaud, um, we have a great governor. Um, I'm not trying to get into politics or anything like that, but I am going to, again, give a shout out where shout outs deserved. Our governor, acted quickly right um with grace and with humor heck on his last uh, speech is on may 4th uh star wars we're star wars nerds right he has star wars nerd tie on it, it's just that was very approachable very kind very so i listened to him and you know like i might, I might mention our last one i help run at the moment i think it's the biggest backcountry skiing and snowboard group in the world uh, 8500 people in a private facebook group and we kick out like a tenth of them every day, um, you know, because there's a lot of a lot of assholes out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're knocking the platform to, to talk like that. Yeah. But anywho, um, we made a letter. We wrote a letter to five admins, myself included, saying, "We are not your boss. We are not in charge of you. Uh, we, we've reached out to doctors and nurses and EMT people and and search and rescue, which is a volunteer job, by the way. It's not a paid gig. We reach out to them. How do we support you? What's the best practices as a Denver local or as a Boulder local who wants to recreate in the mountains. Because that's what our group is about, getting beta, sharing stoke, meeting new people. I take a very hard look at what we're doing as leaders and um, put up a letter. It was met with mostly good um, results. Um, it was actually shared by one of our local newspapers here. And, um, but it was tough because, you know, that's, that's my job is to go in the mountains. And, and I wrote the fucking book on splitboarding, right? Like, and I run yeah. this, like, it's my thing. And, um, but I haven't been up there since March 14th or 15th, you know, and at first I was jonesing for it. Like you are jonesing for the things, but honestly, I really don't mind it anymore. I really have been enjoying being at home and, um, finding out what's really important to me. And it, those mountains aren't going anywhere. They're never going anywhere. Like yeah. I'm going somewhere before they go somewhere. <laughs> so they'll still um, be there. Yeah, they'll be there. And I'll probably get to enjoy with you and your family, you know? <laughs> yeah. Our, our, uh, our governor and mayor have been button heads a bit, so it's been kind of hard to get real information. Um, oh, yeah. Oh. So apparently the last that we were told, there's a seven-point checklist that we need to have four checks, and then New York can start to slowly reopen. And it's like we have three, and then the next day we have a different three. Ooh. but one person is saying we have five, so we should have opened, but the other is saying, no, you only have two. 
but then the next day it's back to three and it, it's, you know, it, it's hard to, you know, where we get our information from. Cause like we, you know, again, the news is saying, Oh, you know, showing all these countries and like, Oh, Germany, they're opening up and, you know, outdoor markets are starting to, uh, you know, starting to open up and, you know, people can eat at restaurants outdoors as long as they're, you know, the tables are six feet apart and, and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And then I speak to a friend in Germany and they're like, dude, we're still on full lockdown. I can't leave my house. Right. Uh, misinformation. <laughs> so it, it's, it's, it's like, you don't know who to believe. You don't know what to believe. Yeah. Like it's hard to make a decision from, you know, myself and my family when I'm getting 12 different pieces of information from three different sources. That's very frustrating. I, I feel you on that. I, you know, I don't like social media for most things. I don't watch the news. I, I do watch when the, the governor speaks or I do watch, I go to Reuters or Associated Press for my news if I do check in. It's very, very, very easy to get sucked into this negative spiral of, yeah. of stuff and also misinformation. I mean, mm -hmm. people I respect, people you respect put out content and you're like, oh, I really wanna believe that because it sounds great and it's debunked. Or the, this pandemic and you're like, that's for anti-vaxxers. Like, come on, look through it. Like, come on. Uh, yeah. I know. And then, then you get people superheated, like with politics, religion. They're like, nobody's ever going to win an argument on Facebook or other social media. And if they do, that's weak. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my mother-in-law asked me the other day, like, I was watching, uh, I've been watching a lot of Red Bull TV. And she's like, oh, can we put that on for the news? I'm like, no. Good. <laughs> no. She's like, what do you mean? No. I was like, I, I mean, you can put it on. I'm leaving. What, you don't watch the news? It's like, cause I don't know what to believe, who to believe. Like I could literally split screen, you know, two different news stations and they're saying completely opposite things. And that's the, uh, that's the, so, so honestly, I've been getting my news and my, my research from my friends who are, you know, in the front line. Yes. My friends that are doctors, EMT, the nurses, mm -hmm. like, they tell me it's safe to go back to the city then I'll go back. I love that you had that resource. I'm very fortunate in the fact that um, I'm on speed dial, probably three or four friends that are ER nurses or doctors in, in Summit County. And so I was actually just had a FaceTime with him this morning. I'm like, hey, is it, is it good? He's like, no, not even close. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> and um, it's, it's very helpful to have people actually doing the things, not yeah. people who are reading about things without checking their sources and then sharing it. Yeah. I mean, as of the last report, we're still on. They're calling in New York. They're calling it pause. Um, we're still on pause until June 17th, I believe, was the date they set us. Hmm. So at June 17th, they'll see if we can reopen the city. So you know what? I'm, I'm doing the things that I can control. That you know that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna live in the oh well no I'm not gonna do this because tomorrow I may be back to work and you know back hmm. to back to my regular or my you know 64 days ago life. Right. No, no, I'm, I'm going to dive into what I want to dive into now. Do this, do that. And just kind of, you know, go with what, what we're dealing with now. Yeah. And, that's and what I'm being told from, like I said, the people that are actually there mm -hmm. now. I'm with you on that, Matt. And it's so true. Like there is a the really simple saying by anonymous, right? Um, basically <laughs> controlling what you can control and accepting what you can't. And trust me, I know that inside and out. I can't control when my parents have pancreatic cancer and my sister goes blind. I can't control that, but I can control telling them a fun pirate joke and showing them some love. I can't control what's going on out there. You can't control what's going on out there, but you can control what's going on in your house when the love right. you share with your family. And I, I really hope that this, 
the situation for a lot of people provides them with the opportunity to learn that that's, that's life. Like you can make the most of it. Right. Yeah. I, I reach out. You probably, you'd like you do to a lot of my friends. Some of them aren't handling it as well as I hope and really trying to reach out and just pull them up. I'm not perfect. I'm not doing great every moment. I definitely have my moments. My wife can attest to that, but you know, by and by and large, I'm, I'm doing very well and I'm really enjoying this, but um, it, it's, it, it pains me when I'm trying to reach out to friends like, Hey, I know you can't go mountain biking and go camping in, in Utah and you can't do all these things, but that's okay. Like you could do so much. You have a backyard. I don't have a backyard. Go set a tent up. Like yeah. go roast some marshmallows. Like what are you, what are you even doing talking to me? Go do that. But yeah. Yeah, easier said than done. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. So uh, side note, what's the pirate's favorite letter? <laughs> you think it'd be R, but it's oh, all about the C. <laughs> Oh, what did the pirate say when he turned 80? I eat matey. I matey, matey. <laughs> and that's the extent of my pirate jokes. Oh, uh, yeah, and I'm done. Dad joke over. <laughs> Ever see a giraffe throw up? It takes uh, forever. <laughs> I have not heard that. I will use that my nieces. That is good. All right, and let's make the right turn back to the normal path that we were on. <laughs> Oh yeah, health, wellness. Oh yeah, that's things. Oh man. So you're mentioning uh, before we did record, you were revisiting uh, flexible steel, right? So yeah, so I'm one of the instructors for uh, one of the master instructors for flexible steel. Mm-hmm. Uh, fingers crossed, you'll see me September 20th at Existence Athletics uh, in Denver. So. Yep. Um, yeah, so I've been you know just kind of revisiting that uh, while I have the time. Uh, I've been revisiting some stuff with Suplus and uh, the Bulgarian bag. You know, fun tool can we, we talk uh, about that for a second what what is a bulgarian bag and let's talk about that because uh, I, I know what it is but the readers might not know it kind of looks like a horseshoe a weighted horseshoe just mm-hmm. much larger um and a lot of the movements come from a rotational background mm-hmm. so the, the history that i was given about it was uh the the creator of it ivan ivanov uh was coached with the wrestling team but the problem was that the wrestling team was in the gym at the same time as uh, I forget it was either the gymnastics teams or the cheerleaders. So all of his athletes just kept looking at the girls. So, and they would never get anything done. Mm -hmm. So he reached out to his brother and was like, Hey, I need, I need a tool that I can take outside mimic wrestling moves and that I can get a full body workout with my guys. in." Mm -hmm. And that's where the Bulgarian bag came from. Excellent. And suplex actually translates to suplex. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. I'm going to pause for one second. I'm going to edit this part. My dogs are going crazy. You probably hear that, right? Yep. Okay, one second. All good. <clears throat> hey, guys, get out of the window. What are you even barking at? Oh, UPS. What did they do? <laughs> Man, this is one of my favorite things. Oh, my God. Packages. Shit. All right. You playing right. with the this audience? I thought you were actually going to hit pause. <clears throat> oh, don't you start now, Pugsley? Quiet. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry about that, Matt. No, all good. So, <laughs> this is a nice segue, actually, <laughs> about life. Perfect. And we're back. <laughs> Leave me here awkwardly with your audience. (laughs) 
I hope you would tell more dad jokes. Well, um, my dogs were going crazy because uh, UPS delivered a few packages, as it does, because in Gearmit, we review a lot of gear. I am always astonished what comes to our house. This week alone, Patagonia, Mountain Hardware, Jolbo, um, Hydro Flask, gosh, I'm, I'm missing a few. Lander, they make cool lanterns. A coffee machine showed up. Some crazy headlamp on Kickstarter. Anyways, so that's what that was. The dogs are very protective, and um, now we have gear to test. Don't want nothing coming into that house that shouldn't be. Exactly. <laughs> well, um, so, so have you still been testing some stuff? I mean, I know you, you guys yeah. can't get out, but you, you've still been doing your stuff? It's been amazing. Uh, so last time we spoke, I think I had 24 or 25 riders on Engearment. And um, fortunately, many of them are not in Denver. Probably a quarter of them are, which is great. But the rest of them are all across North America and South America and a couple in Europe. So it's different, different regulations and different um, limitations. Also, most of them, they're mountain people, right? They, they have acreage or access to open spaces. So they're still out doing not as much as they wanted to. Like a lot of them had big plans this spring to do, you know, 20 day traverses over crazy ranges and they can't do that because that's just not responsible, but they still have like a national forest in their backyard and they can do a bunch of stuff. So yeah, people are still writing reviews and testing stuff out. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's been wonderful. Like every day I get a new article from somebody and I'm like, I, that's, that's breathtaking. The pictures they have and the videos they have. And it's, it's cool. It's very inspiring. On a personal level, obviously I'm not able to get out past really our, our deck, but um, <laughs> it doesn't stop us from camping. We set up at least two different tents on the deck, um, and that was entertaining for a lot of reasons. Usually if you do that in the city, people look down on you, but in fact, instead, yeah. people got inspired. They're like, oh, you can camp at home. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, you can camp in your living room, for Christ's sakes. So. Mm -hmm. It was so exciting. A lot of the fathers out there, actually, you'll get a kick out of this, started sending in pictures of them setting up tents in their backyards or in their basements, like with their kids camping and stuff. It started a whole trend for like a month. People were just camping at home. Nice. And uh, it was really, it's really fun. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, love, testing. Uh, I'm an Eagle Scout. So I, I oh. loved getting out and camping. And yes, that was, that was a fun 18 years. I did not know your Eagle Scout. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, you'll love this. Had my, had my border review the night before my 18th birthday. Wow. December 5th, 1998. I was sitting there with my border review because I literally had less than 24 hours to get that stamp on all my paperwork and be approved and uh, officially have earned it. Good for you, Matthew. That's awesome. You'll, you'll get a kick out of this. I'm not a Boy Scout, um, but our friend who co-owns existence athletics ryan humphreys is mm -hmm. yeah yeah i heard that on uh i think you guys spoke about that for a bit on uh, one of the times he was on as well oh yeah <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> kick out of this all right so I, I have a smaller mason jar because last time matt we hung out i got a big mason jar and i almost blacked out towards the end of the show yeah i think i did so <laughs> i literally blacked out with ryan we did a three-part um podcast Neither one of us knew about the third part. 
like we went back and watched it. He's in full costume. He's got this alter ego. And we're talking about alter egos in the first and second episodes. Uh-huh. And it's called Rad Max. And Rad Max is like a mixture of Macho Man, Randy Savage, and I don't know, Einstein, right? He wants to teach. He's smart, but he got this voice like Rad Max, you know? And um, he gets in full costume. We got the goggles and all the accoutrement. And I'm over here eating my third can of Patagonia Provisions mackerel, drunk as hell. My eyes are red bloodshot because I drank a whole bottle of vodka. And they sent me a second bottle of vodka because I, I admitted I drank the whole bottle of vodka on the show. Like the whole bottle, the whole thing. <laughs> and that's why I blacked out. Anyways, he blacked out and he cooked chicken for two days on his Traeger grill. He went back and he's like, what's smoking in the backyard? It's chicken briquettes. Oh, I'm going to have so much fun when I come out for this workshop. Yes, yes you are. Just Uber everywhere. We'll take care of you. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, hoping uh, with everything going on, the stars will still align that I'll be in uh, Grand Junction the night before doing that bike tour. Oh, that's right. That's right. I hope so for your sake too, man. I really do. Yeah, so do I. So do I. I just oh. I, I, Look, if not, it, it'll happen next year. But, you know. You're right want it to happen this year so I can do something else next year. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. You're good at setting goals. You know, uh, I was talking with Eric on the last show about setting goals for training and, um, and also with Jeff about setting goals too. Yeah. And Jeff and I had a good correlation in uh, understanding my goal is to train for life, right? I just want to be able to wake up in the morning and be able to do whatever I want to do mm-hmm. under the sun, not particularly training for a snatch contest or to set a new PR. Just don't want to feel like crap. I want to be able to help the neighbor move because she's super hot. And then, you know, whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think one of my, one of my favorite quotes from Jeff is uh, basically he trains so that his bad habits kill him later than sooner. I can support that. I'm going to get a drink on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> finished my drink in the kitchen's too far. So, well, I'll drink for you. I can entertain our guests while you make a second or third or fourth. But, uh, but yeah, Jeff's, uh, Jeff's good people. I actually met him. I had really just known him online, um, mm-hmm. just from his presence through Strong First. I don't believe I'd ever actually met him before this. Uh, I was going out to Seattle for a uh, Ground Force Method course. Cool, cool. And basically reached out to Jeff, and I was like, um, hey, bro, you have a couch I can crash on? And he was like, yeah, dude, when are you coming in? So cool. And literally met in the airport. It's like, Jeff, Matt, yay, brother, how you doing? You know? Um, so, yeah, he's, he's, he's real good, real good people. Um, he's got an interesting story. Uh, he does. Yeah, nothing, nothing but positive to say about, say about him. He is such an impressive and amazing person. Like, like you, I have not met him in person yet, but I'm looking forward to that day. Um, but online presence wise, and Eric and I were talking about this too. Like he just puts out such positive, inspiring, kind, and funny content. Yeah. You know what? He keeps it real. He doesn't try to, you know, get this follower or that follower or, you know, be this, you know, influencer. He's he's Jeff. He just tries to be Jeff. And, And, you know, that's, like I said, that's one of the cool, you know, real things about him. Yeah. And I, and I hope, and I, I know people will see authenticity in that. Um, you know, I'm not good at faking or lying or doing anything. And if it flatters me every time I get, um, 
acknowledged for doing something that might help somebody. I don't do it for that reason. Well, that's not true. I do it for that exact reason. I want to help people. That's all I care about, serving and helping, teaching, leading. I don't care about numbers or existential reasonings. It's it's just about helping people. That's all I care about. And you can tell with Jeff, that's the same thing. He just wants to show you his cute, cute dog (laughs) and some kettlebells and make you laugh, make you think. Yeah, it's great people. Yeah, yeah. You know what? If 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 you're in this industry and that's not the reason why you got into it, then you're yeah, you're in the wrong industry. Like, look, this this is a second career. My my first degree was in TV video production. You know, Mm -hmm. so this is Mm -hmm. this is a second a second career. Mm -hmm. It. I was initially drawn to to this because I was an athlete and I was kind of living in a gym anyway, training, competing. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like the right thing, but I was also a coach with, you know, with the martial arts and I was looking to help my athletes. Mm-hmm. This was just another Avenue that I can use to help those athletes be better. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's kind of the short version of my story here. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, to, to your credit uh, and to, to, to amplify what you're saying, my, my career, I've had a few careers and they've all, one was a criminal. I will talk about that another time. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, it's a whole other podcast. A really interesting one too. But uh, <laughs> uh, I worked in a law firm, you know, uh, doing accounting and IT. If you can imagine that, how how freaking nerdy is that shit? But I did it, anyways. Um, because of wanting to help people, my 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 story was kind of it's kind of sad at first, but it ends with a good ending. My brother, my whole family is morbidly obese, right? Um, disabled, uh, a whole bunch of stuff. My brother special needs. He was 21 years old and he died of a heart attack. And I was like, what the F? Like, this is possible. Yeah. And uh, I already enjoyed fitness like, like you did. And I spent a lot of time exercising and people would come to me for, Hey, Sean, what would you do for exercise? I'm like, I, I don't know. I, I train myself for myself. I don't know how to train you. I don't know your, your goals and how you operate. So anyways, went to school, got, got certified and did the NSCA and ACE and NASA and all that stuff. But Anyways, I think it's so important for people to, to follow their dreams and do the, the things that bring them joy authentically and really as opposed to chasing it because, oh, if I do this, it'll be at this income for this much time. I can go to that bump and yada, yada. It's as they've all found out in the last two months, that system is broken. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. If you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Absolutely true. I wake up an hour before I need to every day. So I'm so excited at what I get to do. It's, yeah. It's same thing. Like I, you know, I'm still set my alarm early. Like it was, you know, 64 days ago, Matt, you know, get my, get my workout in, get up early, get what I need to get done, done. Mm-hmm. And then I can be back in here for when, you know, when my kids alarm, when my kids, uh, wake up when that, when their clock turns green and they know they can, they're allowed to get out of bed at that point. Uh, you know, I, can, I, I can be there for, uh, you know, for them as well. That's beautiful. And then do the same thing, you know, read what I, you know, all the books that I'm sitting here reading right now aren't just for, well, one of them is for fun. Well, no, actually that's not even for fun. That's for making myself better in, in, in this field, in this profession. That's you know, so we've got, cool. we got a psychology of coaching, anatomy of breathing, uh, okay. So the Tai Chi ball is for me for fun. Uh, the Taekwondo <laughs> stuff, uh, a business book by Disney, uh, Silat. Okay. That's for me for fun. Um, yeah. Oh, they're all, all, all training books, you know, also that I, I can help people get better. 
at, at what they do. Oh, I love that, man. I love it. Like, this is a gift of time, right? We get to do this. Like, yeah. before we were push record, uh, these happened to be out because I was reviewing them. But, you know, these are all strong first manuals. And, you know, <laughs> oh, look at that stack. Now, what is the Disney way? I, I'm intrigued. I love Disney on a lot of levels. Disney Plus has been my favorite thing this year. Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Disney Plus and Red Bull uh, and Red, Red Bull TV have been my downfall. Um, the majority of the business books that I read have been just stuff about Disney. Interesting. You know, because somebody, I forget where I was. Um, oh, I, whatever it was. I forget where it was, but somebody had basically asked, like, um, it may have been a course that I was doing. Who are your competitors? You need to find your competitors and kind of see what they're doing and learn from that and figure it out, figure out your business that way. Mm -hmm. You know, and everybody was coming out with, Oh, you know, my competitors are the other trainers in the gym or this gym down the block and blah, blah, blah. And I just remember saying like, I had read one of their books and I just remember saying like Disney and everybody looks over at me like, no, 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 your competitors, not, you know, what do you mean Disney is your competitor? It's like, well, both my business and Disney are things that people spend income on that aren't necessarily required for, you know, th they can live and survive without us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people are like, that's an interesting way to look at it. So, you know, if, if you look at, you know, kind of where my gym is, who are my competitors? Everybody around me. Starbucks across the street, this mm -hmm. store across the street, that store across, not necessarily just that gym across the street, but any business that people spend their money on that they don't necessarily need to in order to survive. Yeah. And it just kind of like got me down this rabbit hole of kind of following some different, uh, you know, di different business books. You know, I've followed some of the stuff with Pat Rigsby oh, and, yeah. um, somehow I got, I got caught up with the, uh, with the Disney Institute and just kind of looking at some of their stuff and what they do. And then just, again, you know, I literally did an Amazon search for Disney books, uh, Disney business. And all of these books came up and it was like, add to cart, add to cart, add to cart, add to cart. And it <laughs> just it. happened to be the one that I'm on, uh, that I'm on now. Interesting. I, I am very intrigued by this, Matt. Very. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's interesting. Cause you know, they, they, the way they talk about the people that come into their facilities, you know, mm -hmm. come to Disneyland, come to Disney world, um, their employees, their policies, you know, it really can, yeah, just because it may not be a fitness industry or, you know, a fitness component, mm -hmm. but it's still, it's still a business. Yeah. And, you know, once I left kind of the corporate gyms and, and started Stafford strength and basically, you know, it was, I became everything, not just the trainer. I became, mm -hmm. you know, the marketer, the web guy, the janitor, the, you know, the everything for the business. Yes. I needed yes. to learn everything else from the business, you know, mm -hmm. not just the, how do I pick stuff up and how do I put it back down? Mm -hmm. I needed to learn everything. So yeah. where do you learn everything from? The top. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in my mind, that just, that, that, that's where, that's where I went. Uh, that's so cool. I am intrigued. I'm going to check it out for sure. Um, recently, we watched a movie about um, Mr. Rogers. And it was like, 
I th- the very, movie? Not that one. Not yet. Um, we watched it with who was the actor? Wait, it wasn't Tom Hanks. It was Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, who was the actor? He's very, very good. But it wasn't Tom Hanks. But um, basically, it was like he he created something that was not wasn't there yet, right? He created because he wanted to serve an audience, and he did everything. He did the voices. He did the production. He did the post production. He did all of it, like you, like myself. I I didn't know what a, how to run a website or how what a secure certificate is or what SEO or keywords are, but I do now. Tell you what, I, yeah. I could coach anybody on how. I I got hired by a law firm last week to build their website and create their YouTube channel so it affects their audience better. Cause that's something I can do now. Like yeah. you learn how to do these things. You learn how to serve your audience um, no matter who they are. It's a, uh, yeah, it's fun stuff. Anyways, I'm, I'm going to look into a Disney business book. That's yeah. And there's a great, uh, it's called the Imagineering. It's actually on Disney plus. Uh, it's a, uh, I want to say it was a four or five part, six part kind of the history of, of Disney starting with Walt's dream to, today uh no, just, yeah you just yeah just type it just search uh imagineering um again just real interesting stuff on how to build a business that's helpful i i think a lot of people get stuck in like the profits and loss sheets which are important um but like you know like the structured um do this to get that result like but but why like why are you doing it why is your customer want this like the Simon Sinek, uh, why is a good, good book as well. Good audio book as well. It's got a good voice. Yeah. There's a lot to business more than, more than just clocking in and clocking out and yeah. hours billable, you know, um, there's a lot more to it. Yeah. And then, you know, in our industry, a lot of people, I find they think, Oh, what's going to make them a better coach or a better, you know, better, better trainer is mm-hmm. I can use these implements. Or, you know, well, hey, I, I can use a Bulgarian bag. You can't, so I'm a better coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but... It's a lot of that leader stuff, yeah. You know a lot of this stuff that I don't necessarily know. Just because, you know, you may know principles, but I know, you know, equipment. Right. It's, both are correct. Yeah. But I think people just focus on the one. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, all the certifications that they have after their name, that's what defines them as a better coach. How many times have people asked you what your credentials are? I was going to ask you first. <laughs> That's where my head was going immediately with that question. Um, I, I, I literally used to maybe, joke. Maybe three times? Maybe four in 10 years? Only because people find my articles on Strong First. They're like, oh, dirt, 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 dirt. I'm like, but I'm not an SFG. I didn't pass a snatch test. I'm not an SFB. I didn't do the uh, one-arm, one-leg push-up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not an SFL. I for various reasons i have i have my reasons but um but no nobody ever cared if i listed all of my credentials and certifications at the end of my name i i my business card would would be a three by five. Oh, it's horrible i'm looking at my my email signature for one of my emails <laughs> it's just alphabet soup vomit it's just... ms and cscs that's yeah. those, those are the only two things i list on, on on my credentials and people don't even ask about that Right. And you think they would like, I had the CPT version and a CA cause I'm not yeah. college graduate. No, I was at college like five times, but <laughs> that's all my topic. Separate podcast. <laughs> it's, it's not what you know as much as what you can do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, but you know, it, it's, they don't, they don't ask about it. They don't care. They yeah, just yeah. care that, or they just want you to be able to get them. Hey, these are the goals that I have. Can you help me with them? Right. 
people don't care if I use the kettlebell to help them get there, if I use the Bulgarian bag, if I use my Indian clubs to help them get there. Mm -hmm. They just care that I got help them get better, whatever their better is. That's it. That's it. Oh, for any business, doesn't matter. Like um, we have a person coming tomorrow to examine our water pipes because a neighbor has a water leak. Um, I don't care what tools they use. I don't know what the hell they're doing. I just like, here's right. access and just get the job done. I don't yeah. care what you do, right? You ask them if they're a plumber. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's it. Like look, yeah. people that have cared if I have, you know, a certain certification after, after my name or I've been through it is because they're about to go through it and want mm -hmm. to work with somebody that's experienced in it. Yeah, that makes sense. So that's the only time that it's ever been asked, hey, do you have SFG or do you have you gone through the Subless course? Mm -hmm. That's that's it. Those are the only times that it's been asked for. Other than that, people don't care. They don't. And I wish sometimes they did. I'm like, I put so much effort into this. But yeah. it wasn't for them. It was for me. So I have the knowledge and the wherewithal and the, the coaching ability to help them. That's all that it, yeah. it is. Like I've been toying with uh, – <laughs> I, I just found out that, so I have my master's in exercise science from California University in Pennsylvania. Um, yes, there's actually a town in Pennsylvania called California. So I did, my, I did my master's in their exercise science and health promotion field back in 2009. Mm -hmm. And the track that I went was performance enhancement and injury prevention. And so I was, again, just looking online, like, hey, what can I do to help my clients, help my athletes more? You know, again, not for, hey, well, when I come out of this, I want, you know, six more letters after my name so that, no, what, what can I do to add to it? What am, what, what am I kind of lacking? What, what do I need to bring up so that I can help my, you know, my, my people better? Mm -hmm. And the first thing that came to mind was nutrition. So I went and, you know, kind of went over there. I was like, yeah, let's, let's see what they're, what they're offering. If I could do some, you know, you know, post, uh, you know, postmasters courses, what, what do they have? Mm -hmm. And it turns out that the majority of my classes will transfer over. So I need five courses and I'll have achieved, I'll have earned a master's in nutrition. So everyone's like, oh, do you really want another degree? Do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want a paper? I was like, well, first of all, if it's online, so I don't need to worry about the commute or this. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's, it's kind of where I lack a little bit in what I can offer to my athletes. Mm -hmm. So why not? So I've been, like I said, I've been, I've, it, literally the search started three days ago. I emailed them. Uh, they just emailed me back with, you know, these are the courses that I need. Um, and now it's just a decision of if that's the route that I want to go to gain that education. You know, I already do a lot of work with precision nutrition and their online courses. Oh yeah. Um, but again, the same thing. Yes. I have the precision nutrition, their level one, their level two, I offer their online pro coach, but now having not even necessarily the masters, but just having more education in nutrition when they ask questions or respond to some of the lessons and some of the homework, I now have a, I can now respond to them better mm -hmm. and, you know, potentially with more information and, and help guide them better than I could had I not gone through these classes. So it's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to go through it. Not just to say, Hey, I've got two master's degrees because guess what? I don't put MS times two after my name. <laughs> Touche. Right. Touche. You know, 
Um, you know, so, so again, it, it's all about you do what you need to do to help the population and the athletes and the people that, that you're working with. And, and for mm -hmm. me, I found that during this time, while I have the time, because mm -hmm. again, New York is on pause until the mid, mid June, mm -hmm. I, I, I can start this process and, and, and go through that. That's wonderful. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you're investing your time in, in, in bettering yourself to help serve the people you care about. Exactly. I, uh, no, you're doing the right things, man. I, I appreciate that about you. I, I do, I'll get on my little soapbox real quick. It irritates the shit out of me when I, I hear people complain how bored they are and how they're like watching all these shows. Like, like, but you could be learning something right now. You could be doing something for yourself to help you when you come out on the other side in a better way. But it's... um. Yeah, yeah I, don't remember, I think it was either actually it may have been both of them both pat and and ryan uh you know it said you want to come out of this better than you went into it yes oh ryan had a funny one a really funny one uh ryan humphreys that is um yeah. we can come out of this um a, oh, a drunk a chunk or a stud right two and a half i got yeah yeah we're, we're pretty close but so, no, um, but the, exactly what it is do you want to have just do i want to have just wasted the last 63 days that i cannot and will not get back mm -hmm. or do i want to make the most of this and get better at something right you know? oh, oh my god i i love every day that i have because one i do get to do um writing which i enjoy doing but also I take a lot of online courses, a lot, like, like you do, you know, uh -huh. um, <laughs> um, it's really nerdy stuff. It's like best aperture lenses to use with lighting. Like right now, why does this look so damn good over here? Not because I'm in a picture, but thank you. It's because I have lighting over here. I'll, I'll turn it off real quick and you'll see a difference. Like, come on. Oh. Boom. It's off. Now it's going to turn on. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? I can't see you anymore. Are you right? <laughs> that worked. Okay. One of them worked. Turn it on. The board in the background looks better. Right. I know. <laughs> there it is. Boom. So anyways, um, learning best practices with lighting, with audio. Like right now we're recording this with a little Rode wireless microphone and little tricks like this to help professionals present their content in the best mm -hmm. way possible. It goes a long ways, right? Um, and people will look at that and be like, oh, well, you're doing that for you because it's going to make you look better. No. 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 It's going to make the content that I put out look more professional and better so it will potentially reach more people. Yes, exactly. For example, um, I do have a YouTube channel. It, um, it's, it's pretty active. It's actually the most active social media I have. It's not Facebook, Instagram, or even email. It's YouTube. I wake up in the morning. I've got like 40 comments to reply to on YouTube. Who else says that? I don't, I don't know. And I'm like, I know it's weird, but it's there. It's international. So YouTube, okay. Google is the biggest search engine. YouTube is the second biggest. Facebook is trying real hard to catch up. Right? So when I watch all these fitness professionals or other professionals using Instagram and other things to like do their content, I'm like, that's cute. That's great. Good for you. But like, how is that even, <laughs> how do you even track? How's that even tangible? How's that even quantitative? Like, how do you know what you're doing is affecting people other than likes? That, yeah, that yeah. just sucks. Anyways, that's a whole nother topic. Um, so YouTube. Podcast, I can, podcast four. 
<laughs> podcast four and five coming up soon, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even a podcast, for Christ's sakes. We can track the podcast and see where's <laughs> – well, Matthew, to your credit, we set a record. Your podcast was like number one or nine or whatever in Japan. Like, whoa, 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 that's a big difference. One nine. Well, okay, top ten. Let's go top ten. Okay, Japan. fine, I'll take that. Top ten anywhere. Yeah. I had top six with Jeff Sokol in Estonia. My wife's like, "Where is Estonia?" I'm like, <laughs> "I think Europe, maybe." Yep. <laughs> what were we going for tonight? Number one in Canada and uh, one in Canada for sure. We're going one in Canada. Hey. Hey. <laughs> what did we say? Uh, Switzerland? We want the number one in Switzerland for this. Uh, Czech, uh, Yugoslavia. Is Yugoslavia, Yugoslavia. a country? Yeah. Is, Yugoslavia, is it a country? I don't know. We're going to add that too. Yeah, and Bosnia-Herzegovina. We're going Bosnia. Sweet. Yeah, we're going for trifecta. The hat trick if we can. <laughs> <laughs> when I start getting weird emails at Stafford Strength, I'll know why. Oh, exactly. It's, it's so true. <laughs> but the, the big message is um, we – you, myself, anybody listening to this has the ability to serve a bigger audience than they think is possible. It's not just people in your neighborhood. It's not just people in your local gym. It's not just people in your, your mall or your church or your synagogue or wherever you go. It is people are consuming content. They want to learn. They want to they get better. They want to learn from people they appreciate and respect. Um, so put out good content. Put, put energy and thought into it. Don't just... Mm-hmm. I, I, it blows up my mind. I see people in the fitness industry, especially push record on their cell phone and then lean up against their bedpost and then train with horrible audio echoing throughout their whole house. I'm like, just go spend a hundred dollars to get a microphone. And two, elevate your phone. Three, open your window. This is natural light. Natural light's the best. It's free. It makes yeah. everybody look good. Oh, there's always hacks. You should do a funny one of the, uh, <laughs> I got in trouble through this quite a few times, but at uh, one of my old corporate gyms, um, I basically told management that I wouldn't learn new trainers' names until they were with us for at least, I forget what it was at the time, like three months. Mm-hmm. Because too many people looked at jobs in this industry as, and not to knock this job, they looked at it as like the waiter waitress job. Something that they can do for now until their big thing comes along. Like, how can I just make a couple of bucks now to pay for this or do that or, or this? And it, yeah, as somebody that was so devoted and, and had so much skin in the game in this industry, I was just, I, I kind of wanted nothing to do with them. Oh, I feel you, man. I feel you. And man, I know that you're doing what you can to serve people and help people in the best way possible. I mean, I'm, I hired you, I paid you to learn from you. Like, and I will again in the future because I trust you and I respect you and other people should too. And I'll, I'll links below where to hire Matt. So, <laughs> <laughs> but and that's honest. And that's one of the reasons why I love the stuff with precision nutrition, because I'm now, now that I have that online component, I'm mm-hmm. not just limited to midtown Manhattan. Right. Anybody can do the precision nutrition course anywhere in the world. And I can help coach them to, again, whatever their better is. Right. Oh, it's so true. Today I had a person in Scotland want to hire me to help them. They read an article. Somebody reached out to me from Germany to, to work on some martial arts, to work on Taekwondo. How cool is this? How cool? And we can do it because we have technology. You have a webcam. I got a webcam. You have a microphone and your webcam. It's, 
we can help people anywhere at any time. It's exactly. amazing. Exactly. So that's, that's a blessing of this whole situation. Yeah. We're yeah. all in, you know, it's, it's sure it's easy to look at it like, Oh, this sucks. I can't do the things I want to do. But two, you can do things you didn't know you could do. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You got to get out of, you got to get out of your mind. You know, right. you're the one that's blocking yourself and, and limiting yourself thinking, Hey, this is all I can do. So now I'm SOL. Right. Uh, when, when no, you know, yeah, you might be SOL on what you were doing, but how can I now kind of flip it a little bit, twist it? How can I still do what I do, mm -hmm. but reach a different audience and right. help different people that may not have ever known who the hell I was before? So true. So true. Oh, it, I hope to God that people <laughs> take this away from this conversation because that's, that is the meat and potatoes. That is the, that's going to keep the lights on at their house, pay their mortgage. That's going to keep them moving forward and not settling on something they, sh they don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. It's, if you're settling on it, you're never going to see it through. You're never going to care about it, you know, or give it, you know, the attention that it deserves. Right. Oh. something that you're passionate about, you're going to put your all into it. Mm -hmm. I have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on my education. And again, not just so that I can have a prettier business card. It's so that I can help the people that I'm working with. Oh, that's so wonderful, man. That's so wonderful. Oh, that, I can't even follow that because that's, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and scene. And scene. Exit stage left. <laughs> No, uh, is it mirrored or does it, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I also learned, you know, obviously you've got this, you know, left for mm -hmm. left and right, which is how I taught my son. But also when you're at a really fancy dinner, drinks, bread. Oh, I just got smarter. Thank you. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that either. You're talking to a guy who eats sardines out of a can with his hands. Okay. So <laughs> anything's a step up from that. Paleo. Paleo, paleo, exactly. Um, well, don't be jealous, Matt. I'm so sorry, but I will, I will share videos with you. Um, the governor of Colorado has lifted the restrictions on camping. So long. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. I've taken you along on a virtual tour. I've already mapped it out. I tracked down a VR headset. Where is it? I have a VR headset. I'm going to shoot in 360. I, two different cameras in 360. Where is it? Oh, here we go. Oh boy. Momento, momento. Getting real nerdy. I tracked this down. It's like 30 bucks. I'll buy you a set, okay? And I'm gonna go, I'm gonna shoot in 360 for you and your family what life in Colorado can be soon, okay? I'm packed up, I'm ready to go. I'm go oh man, I'm, I'm hoping so. We've got a we've got a family trip planned for oh when is it the August. August, hopefully gonna hopefully gonna get out uh, with the family out to uh, well, me and my wife and the kids out to Steamboat again for a couple days, and then mm -hmm. meet the rest of the family in Aspen. So hopefully that'll that'll happen, and then uh, September for Grand Junction for the ride, and then mm -hmm. uh, Denver for Flexible Steel. I am looking for that very much. Trust yeah. me, yeah. very much. Um, That's gonna be a good one. That's gonna be. Uh, I really. I really like teaching, teaching that course. Well, like I said, I, I, I paid to hire you because I trust Grin. you. 
Yeah. You're there. I, I'm looking forward to it. Ryan's looking forward to it. Dan, the other owner, um, is, mm-hmm. is looking forward to it. I'm going to advertise that in, in the links below as well. It's um, flexibility is so important. I, I, let's talk about that for a second, okay? So strength training, very important. Obviously, you and I are all about strength and integrity and degradation mm-hmm. and all the things that are strong. But it's only as good as the counterbalance, right? Like, yeah. how do you relax? How do you breathe? How do you recover? How do you mobilize? Like, flexibility. So um, let's talk about that for a moment, if you would. Yeah. So I, I look at, well, let me backtrack a little bit. I find that most, most coaches right now are good at the heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. They're good at getting people stronger. Mm-hmm. In New York, because of licensing and legal issues, a lot of people don't work on the recovery stuff just because in New York, I can't put my hands on somebody. So like, I can't, like, I can't take, take a uh, massage stick and actually roll somebody out. That's, that's a liability. Mm-hmm. Um, I can show somebody how to do it, you know, roll myself out, show them and them the stick and they can do it. So I find that a lot of people forget about like the warm up and the recovery component. And I find that that's, that's one of the avenues that you can put flexible steel in. Mm-hmm. So it, it acts as your warm up beforehand and your cool down after, after your session, you know, depending on the strategy that, you know, that you follow. You also, you know, you see those guys that, you know, huge arms, huge chest, bench press a car, but you know, that's as far as they can clap. Yeah. It's yeah. like, great. You can pick up a car, but you can't pick up your keys when you drop them on the floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So where flexible steel came from was a lot of Pavel's original works and what John Ingham, our master instructor, has, has found over his years as a martial artist looking to increase flexibility, but looking to increase flexibility and find the techniques that work right away. Yes. Not something hey, do this for 12 weeks and you'll, you know, get better. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to do something now, include this technique and still be able to do this tomorrow. You know, not just that, that party trick mm-hmm. that, you know, ooh, gets all the oohs and the ahs now, but then tomorrow you try to mimic it and you're like, great, where'd all, where'd all of that go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then the next part of that within, within the flexible steel is the strength component. So now once you've improved your range of motion, you've increased your mobility and your flexibility, let's get strong in those end ranges as well. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we do in the level two is called the SOTS press. So basically rack two kettlebells, clean Mm -hmm. two kettlebells, squat, and now press them from the bottom of your squat position. That's tricky for a lot of people. It is. It's, it's impossible for a lot of people. Yeah. Until they go through the course. Um, <laughs> nice. But now people are like, well, well, why would I want to, why would I want to do that? Well, if you can press from that compromised position, mm-hmm. imagine what it's going to do when you're not compromised, when you're in what you find is your, your standing position or your seated position. What you find is your comfortable, relaxed position. Well, let's make that odd position your uncomfortable, relaxed position. Or what happens if you actually have to move something 
from one of those odd positions. You know, your optimal lift position that you use in the gym may not always be where you have to move weight from, you know, fast up, you know, it's yeah. sorry. You know, nobody just stands up, brace, bend, blah, blah, blah. no, sometimes you're lifting shit from weird angles. Right. So if you can't even get into that angle, you don't even have the business trying to pick something up from there. Mm -hmm. So the first part that we'll do in Denver is, is the mobility is improving, improving your mobility in pretty much everything so that, you know, your body is back into the, it's normal, what we call your length tension relationship. And it makes everything easier, better, quicker, stronger, faster down the road. Oh, I am so damn excited. <laughs> Here, you, you, you got room there? Always. I got Say room. That? Yeah. All right. Let's go I'm through a quick excited. demo. Let's go through a quick demo. All right. So here's what I want you to do. All right. Here we go. So you're going to stand tall posture, feet together so that we, we, have our, uh, we have our baseline so that we're not trying to guess, you know, where you were before. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't tell from where you are, but just move forward a little bit just so that you're not going to hit the wall behind you. All right. I'm going to focus a little bit. Yeah. Focused on the guitar. There we go. Hey, it's got to be focused on the guitar. All right. So just as long as you don't, you, you won't hit the wall behind you. So what I want you to do. Okay. Good. So we're going to set the baseline right now. So feet, uh, feet, uh, feet together, hands at the sides. I want you to pick one arm up to 90 degrees and I want you to rotate towards. So your right arm is up, rotate over your right shoulder as far as you can. And just mark the spot on the wall where you get to rotate back or up. Yes. Back. No, no, rotate, rotate back. Like you're trying to point behind you. All right. Right about there. Good. And relax. Shake it out. Good. So you got the point where you, uh, the, the, the furthest point that you saw. Mm -hmm. So now what I want you to do, you're going to do the same thing, but now, so you're rotating over your right side. I want you to squeeze your left butt cheek as hard as you can as you're rotating. All right. I like this. This is good. So, Hand up, turn, squeeze that butt cheek. Oh, I got like eight inches. Good, relax. Oh, this is crazy. I love it. I love oh, it. Wait. There's more. <laughs> so now what I want you to do, we're not going to forget that. So you're still going to squeeze. Mm -hmm. So hand up, you're going to rotate squeeze that butt cheek. And now what I want you to do is try to get as tall as you can. So as you're rotating, I want you to get taller. Don't, don't pick the chin up. I want you to think like you've got my man bun and somebody's pulling your head straight up. How tall are you right now? Uh, six, one, Good. Six, one and a half. You're six foot seven. <laughs> six foot seven. You so, go. Rotate, squeeze that glute six foot seven. Get tall, get tall, get tall. Oh, shit. Yeah. Do you, you saw that, right? Like, there's like this much more gain. I saw your hand on this side of your body now. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. There's one more. Oh, all right. So now, when people rotate, they think they're just rotating from a single joint. So what I want you to do is every vertebrae of your spine 
has rotation. Your lumbar spine, I believe they say, only has about three degrees of rotation. I want every vertebrae to get every single bit of rotation out of you. So, feet together, hand up. As you rotate, you're going to squeeze that butt cheek. You're going to get nice and tall. You're going to rotate every single vertebrae. And then I want you to imagine there's three or four more vertebrae on top of your head that I want you to rotate those as well. Commence. Good, squeeze that butt cheek. Get nice and tall. Rotate those vertebrae above you. You see that? Good. I touched my own book. That's crazy. That's wow. <laughs> All right, take my money, take my money, I'm in. So later on, I want you to do the other side just so that you're not off balance. But For sure. Just, just, just looking at the percentage and the range that, that you improved. Like if you could put a percentage on your improvement, how much, what percentage would you say you improved? Uh, 25%. 25%. At high level and elite level sports, what is the difference between first and second place? <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would venture to guess 2% or less. Points, decimals. Yeah. So if we can do one thing, I mean, first place and third place in some, in some events is the difference between a $100,000 check and a GoFundMe account. Touche. Well put. So now, now this is just your rotation. This is just, we just did your T-spine here. Through the course, we're going to apply these three S's, the three principles that I just kind of had you do, and I'll mm -hmm. save that for the course, what they are. Um, we're going to apply those to every joint of the body. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so into this. I am so, Matt, I'm in. And then, and that's just the first half of the day. That's just before <laughs> lunch. <laughs> and then. And lunch really like, reaching like, reach all the way. Exactly. <laughs> And then, and then the second half of the day, what we do is we go through the full protocol. So somebody comes in, Hey, I've got tight shoulders or, you know, this is the evaluation that you do. This is where they're limited. Mm -hmm. Here's where we start. Mm. And here's how we kind of go up, up the whole chain. Oh man. I am so into it. I am in love with this. I'm, yeah. I'm taking the course with you, obviously. So say a listener, a reader, a viewer of this podcast wants to learn more about this. Can they contact you to learn more of this? They can contact me directly. I mean, the easiest place to go, if you go to the website, flexiblesteel.com, you'll see everything about this course in particular. Mm -hmm. um, if you have, and everything about the system. Mm -hmm. If you contact me directly, Matthew at staffordstrength.com, I can answer any additional questions that you have, you know, about this, this stuff and about the course in particular. Perfect. I will have links to that in the show notes too for anybody else who didn't have a pen and paper as they're <laughs> driving or listening with their kiddos, whatever. Yeah, I'll have links to that because, well, take it from me. Matthew's a great coach. You just watched it. You just watched <laughs> what happened. And I'm like, I, I just say, improved you from 3,000 miles away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. And, that, and before we're recording, we're talking about that, like who we get to work with, where they are in the world, not just like, in our cities, but like where they are in the world and how we are able to literally offer extremely personalized service. Like 
I, I like to say before this whole thing happened, I like to put the personal and personal training, right? Like make it very personable. Yeah. But now we're literally making it very personal. Like, hey, there's your wife or your domestic partner. There's your kiddos. There's your cat. There's your dog. There's, there's my dog. There's my wife. Like this is personal. You're in our space. I'm in your space. And we're offering help and services. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, if any of your listeners, uh, if they go onto my website, uh, one of the tabs on the top is affiliates. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, those are all of the people that, that I work with, products that, you know, that I use. <laughs> Same before, like, you know, coaches, co coaches work by their tools. Um, these are some of the tools that I work with as well. Uh, if any of your listeners, you know, like any of those products or like any of those sites and, and, and do order anything, um, have them reach out to me. Again, Matthew at StaffordStrength.com. And I have a bunch of different affiliate discount codes and things like that that, you know, I'd love to extend out to, uh, out to them. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, I'm on your website right now. I work through affiliate marketing myself. You, sir, you are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> This is impressive. Rad Relief, Power Plate, Perform Better, huge. Um, polar, I, I have a Sunto, which is like a Polar. Uh, TRX, like yourself, TRX certified. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we got, oh my God, there's a lot of stuff here. You, the Rad Board's cool. Um, we have a, a, a cheesy board over here. We, I stand it all the time when I'm talking and walking and just doing our thing. Matt, you're doing great stuff. It's really inspiring. Trying to, like I said, you know, those are the, uh, everything I do is for the athletes and, you know, the people that I work with. And those just seem to be the things that, you know, I find that help my athletes get the best results. And, mm -hmm. you know, the education that's on there, there's some different education platforms with, uh, the NSPA national sports performance association. Uh, they have four different education tracks, uh, program design with, uh, coach dose nutrition, uh, speed, uh, a certified speed and agility coach with coach Lee Taft and Olympic lifting with coach Will Fleming. And um, like I said, just, you know, th those are the things that I've used with, uh, with the athletes that I work with. And those are the things that I believe in. Uh, so whether, those whether those initials are after my name or not, and they're not, um, like I said, you know, anyway that, you know, especially in times like this that I can help, uh, help people out. I'm there for that. That's awesome, Matthew. Well, I'll leave the listeners with this. Um, this is Matthew's second stop on our show. It's not his last. We have a lot more to cover, obviously. Uh, he's a great coach, a great teacher, a great father, great husband, um, great you. person in general. You know, So, um, Matthew, it just means a lot to me that you jumped on the show, shared your knowledge. You taught me how to do something I'd never done before. That, that's cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on that's not just like a circus trick that's something i'm going to do more of moving forward mm -hmm. uh, i'm looking forward to learning from you um at that course and that course is available for for um people to sign up for as well uh links for that below yep the link for that is on uh the flexible steel website uh if you click on events and then just find the event in denver uh, again i believe it's september september 20th mm -hmm. uh at existence athletics which is a great gym. Uh, I can, I can refer people to the co-owners, uh, podcast, three or four of them. <laughs> He's a great guy. Great guy. Um, and flexible steel is a, uh, is an affiliate with strong first. So if any of your listeners are interested and are any of the modalities, as long as they're a strong first instructor, that's their, their certificate is valid. Shoot me an email. There's a, uh, I believe it's a 10%, um, 
10% affiliate discount. Wonderful. And it plays so well together. The strength training, yeah. the flexible training. It's, it just, it works together. It's the yin and the yang. Couldn't say better myself. It is. Well, Matthew, uh, much love to you, man. You're just an awesome person. I appreciate your time and your, your energy and your love and uh, your Thank family. You. Um, looking forward to part three, four, and five coming up soon. <laughs> cheers to that. Hey, cheers to that, sir. <laughs> and to our listeners out there, um, I'll have links below on how to find out more about Matthew, how you can hire him, how you can learn from him from a professional level uh, to a, a personal level. He's a real deal. He's no joke. I'm honored to share a page in Pavel's book with Matthew. He is a stud, a great person. And on that note, much love to your families. And thank you for checking out the Ingrid.com podcast.